is happening is that um, they are still counting, recounting on the ballots. Uh, there are protests everywhere in Republika Srpska. Uh, used to be from the opposition side, now from the position side against the opposition. Uh, here, citizens are protesting uh, in front of the office of high representative because the high representative um, changed the election law and the constitution of the federation of, of Federacja Bosnia Herzegovina. Um, it's, it's really a mess. They will eventually uh, declare certain results. Uh, everybody will move, will move on. But I hope that this is the, the last time that we will have uh, such messy elections and that they, they will introduce at least the scanning of the ballots rather than having criminals count the ballots. Um, Until that is done, there is no way of knowing who will form the government, even though consultations are taking place from the perceived uh, winners or alleged winners, and we'll see where that will go. Um, regarding Platform for Progress, we had our presidency, the meeting of the presidency in person here in our offices uh, with a few people attending uh, remotely. Uh, we had reports from the Central uh, Human Resources uh, Committee, uh, Election Committee, Communications and Marketing, Central Office, um, we had a survey done of our sympathizers or members or whoever and uh, such. The results of the survey are predictable. Most people are not happy with the results. The reasons, they were asked for the reasons as well. And uh, somewhere in top three are the coalition, like why the coalition didn't help us, conditions in the country, um, election committee, uh, presidency, uh, all the way down to uh, uh, less frequently cited, uh, but also um, not too different from the top reasons. Any, anything from president, of course, um, to uh, trying to remember what was of the candidates, financial situation, and so on. Uh, one of the decisions that we made that's consequential is that uh, we will uh, no longer be part of the coalition. Mm -hmm. However, uh, um, that's not to say that we don't believe in the tenets and principles. We basically said mm -hmm. we will follow, continue to follow the manifesto, manifest 
that was signed with the Sarasota principles because they are based on the principles of the Platform for Progress, but um, that we don't think that a coalition um, uh, was properly presented to the people and that there is a substantial resistance to it from within, uh, that it can survive. And also we have seen that we try to uh, make it work like a political party because we started introducing uh, joint uh, teams, uh, committees, and so on, um, recognizing the need for that, and that there was no uh, even contribution, that some of us contributed more in terms of parties than others. But we will, uh, we accept the, the tenets of the coalition, we think it has to continue as one political subject. And that political entity is Platform for Progress. And so basically others are welcome to, to join us as we continue uh, the battle. But it has to be um, the most recognizable name at this point. And um, so that we know what the processes are, what the decision-making processes, what the t teams are, what the rules of engagement are, and so on. Um, the other uh, decision that was made was to uh, to organize a, a congress, a reporting congress in, on December the tenth. Uh, we we discussed the possibility of the whole presidency offering um, to resign. Not everybody uh, agreed with that. There were some members of the presidency who basically said, listen, I'm in this role for about six months or seven months. Why would I be responsible to the same extent that somebody who was here for eight years or whatever? No, I'm not, not four years, not four or eight years. Um, others who thought that they've done everything they could have it was mostly political climate, some people were not present, so it's hard to, you cannot make a decision, collective decision for everybody, it has to be unanimous, right? So basically I found a compromise to say, uh, well, if you look at what people are saying, and of course, within our sympathizers, there are those who don't mean well, those who are members of other parties who are trying to be on the in to uh, disrupt the processes, but still a large number basically said the presidency is responsible, therefore we have to accept the responsibility because the results are really bad and allow for some re restructuring to take place. Uh, basically to get out of that situation, I, said, I, I uh, put on the ballot that we are um, making, a, that we just make, that we make a decision to organize one, and that one of the items on the agenda will be a report of the presidency that is going to be just, it will not be of an informative nature, but a report that people will vote on, whether they accept 
to report to such or not, the delegates. Implying that if they don't accept it, they have to basically uh, uh, a vote of, uh, it's not the distrust, the right word, I'm looking for the, the right word. Uh, it's a vote of no confidence, right? And basically at that point, it would be uh, a result of such a decision, if that is happened, would be uh, for the Congress to, for the people to call on uh, an early um, Congress that will be uh, election focused and where we will, we would vote on all the positions within the presidency that are under the preview of the delegates of the Congress. And others would, would then have to be elected through the regional assemblies prior to the Congress. Of course, uh, that doesn't imply that no existing member of the presidency uh, could not or would not be able to continue in this role. They can all be candidates again, but we would have to gain the confidence and trust of the delegates. Uh, so that's another decision that was made. A third decision was made that that through the electronic ballot that would happen after the meeting, which was already sent to the members of the presidency, we vote on terminating several major committees and teams within the Platform for Progress, like the Central Election Committee, uh, like the Central uh, Human Resources uh, Commission team committee, um, communications and marketing and so on. Things that, uh, or teams or organs or bodies within the Platform for Progress that need um, some rethinking to take place and understand uh, who um, can or should continue making contribution or who can make a contribution, who cannot or doesn't have the time or whatever, but allow us to restructure those as well. Um, of course, we will have to, uh, I haven't done that, but we'll have to communicate with our regional leadership to um, check all the members and um, clean up the membership um, database, a database of members, to understand who we have, who we don't have, who is with us, who is not, who paid the membership fee, who didn't, and so that we can really continue with, um, with a real base to, to know how many of us are truly here for the right reasons so that we can start rebuilding. Um, right after that, I had a meeting with uh, leadership of the Congress, as well as um, Central, Central Office Vice President of Platform for Progress, where we talked about um, the steps that need to be taken for the Congress to be organized well, organized well, and then um, the same day I had uh, 
a conversation with the presidency of the coalition and I conveyed to them uh, the position of the presidency of the platform for purpose. Uh, obviously, they um, didn't like it much. They agreed that it should be a political, one political subject, one party, but they don't think it should be one of the existing, but to create a new one. Um, that would be a compilation or amalgam of the three. Um, that's really so. They're asking for another meeting of us that we sit down for person to person eye to eye and we talk about the possibilities well we'll talk that's fine but i know that there is no support for that at all within the platform for purpose most members believe that we pay the price of the the weight that was placed on our shoulders by the members of the coalition uh, that we couldn't overcome in terms of processes that we had to carry out for the coalition, uh, some poor choices that they made in terms of the candidates on the list that were um, attributed to, to me personally first and then to Platform for Progress. And so there is really no support for that um, within the Platform for Progress. And I know we're going to some uncertain times, but um, those are the steps that are necessary for us to come out healthy and then be prepared for the local elections in two years. I started conversations with uh, key people in each region to figure out who it is that we can count on through this uh, restructuring process. At the same time, I'm working on a couple of, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, non-profits, uh, one that is like a think tank, the other institute, and started, uh, and we, uh, I continued working on both of them getting registered and also talking to the people who might be able to make substantial contribution to, to each. And um, I continue to receive calls of people who basically cannot believe how the country didn't recognize what they had. And it's interesting, there's so much, so many people in the streets of sympathy who basically uh, come to you and express uh, their um, appreciation for what you have done, what you brought to the country, but the country cannot recognize um, the, the, the value of the message that's ahead of its time. And I, I used to, I, 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 to tell you the truth, I used to listen to that, but I cannot anymore because it's not, um, often you have a person who basically come to you, comes to you and says, oh, listen, this is incredible what happened. I don't believe that people did that. And then they tell me what they voted for, Mr. Komšić, because they had to prevent somebody from Mr. Čović's camp to um, threaten the future of Bosnia-Herzegovina. And I say, well, you're just contributing to status quo. And, don't understand why you are concerned or upset because exactly it happened what you voted to happen. So things are fine as far as you're concerned. There's no reason for me, for you to tell me anything. So I stopped listening to, to those uh, messages. What 
what I uh, do appreciate is that um, I do see the um, respect from the people in the street, which simply means that um, they understand what I, as a human being, try to accomplish, and that they are appreciate that, and that's fine. Um, so uh, life keeps going, life, life moves on. So that's it. Well, it's the irony, I guess, but it's playing out, like you always say, and you've battled against this. People don't vote for something, they vote against something, and the people that are talking to you in the streets did exactly that. They voted against something. That's exactly that. I mean, see, they have sympathy. They believe you are the best candidate, but they voted for somebody else, and they come here almost to justify what happens. And I understand that's that's the state of the mind. That is the... Uh, those are the societal values that I um, try to change to point out that it's not going to get us anywhere in terms of better future. But um, this is such a tough environment because people are not free. They're truly not free. Um, they owe it to a party of some sort for for their job or whatever. On the other hand, they are convinced that the war is still going on and that somebody has to save them from the other side and that's how they control those three nationalistic parties, control the population. And we are still in that mode. We're not in the mode to think about economy, education, healthcare. And those are the conditions in which we could we could try thrive. Um, it's fine, it's what it is. I hope that a government that will be formed will do good things for the people because that's what Bosnia-Herzegovina needs to, to move on toward a better place. Uh, we'll see how that will, will play out. We need to just be ready for um, the long-term battle to understand uh, what our values are, who we are, understand that it's a long-term battle, and then uh, reset our expectations and do it uh, one election cycle at a time, and eventually somebody will, will get to the goal. So that's all we can do. I just hope we're going to have the uh, strength of conviction and some kind of financing, finances to be able to last long enough um, to make sure those uh, changes happen. Um, that's your life. That's it. Well, when people hear restructure and rebuild, some will think, oh, they're having to start from scratch again. But you're not. You're building, you're figuring out what's not right, taking what is right and building on top of that. I, Oh, that is true. It is not completely from scratch. We have um, we have uncovered uh, or detected people who can who can be part of that long term struggle. We have uh, tried various modes of operation, and we know what doesn't work, and we have to figure out if we will be able to execute uh, those ideas that we think will work. Uh, at the same time, we have to resolve the financial, financial um, situation. 
which is tough. And uh, finally, we have to be able to clean up our ranks using processes and procedures and documents that we have in place because they are very democratic. They are very uh, protective of anybody and they are giving chance to everybody, many, many, many chances and we need to figure out how we can in those conditions thank somebody who clearly cannot perform or is destructive um, or does not contribute in any sense to thank them and say, please give a chance to somebody else. Now, it's not going to be it's not going to be easy or pretty, but it is uh, has to be done. It's something we should have. Obviously, it's Monday morning quarterback situation. In hindsight, you know exactly that we should have built the organization this way from the beginning when it was when we had um, so much energy behind us and. Um, of euphoria, really. Uh, we should have then, instead of letting everybody in, um, should have just be very careful in terms of how we build organization slowly, one person at a time. Of course, in hindsight, I also have to recognize that we had no, there were very few of us. We couldn't really shuffle through 8,000 CVs and say yes, yes for you, no for, for somebody else. That's impossible to do. So we are um, not starting from scratch. Uh, the spirit experiences here, organization is in place, processes are in place. We just have to be wise in terms of putting the right people in the right places, and then uh, finding the right candidates for our lists for local elections. Uh, make the right, find the right people, and then make them known in local communities so that people know who they're voting for. Voting for because it's these elections, and all others have demonstrated that even though people say we need new people, that's not true. They vote for the known names. Uh, those are the ones who are already in in in, in, in politics have changed several parties. People will vote for them no matter what, just because of the name recognition. Well, you know, as they say, you learn from your mistakes. And I think anyone or any organization that claims they've never made a mistake is not being truthful here. And it's like you're, you're learning from your experiences of the last four years. Yeah, there's a, yeah, you would rather learn from other people's mistakes, but you best you learn best from your yeah. mistakes, yeah. true, because they they hurt the most. Um, I don't know if I told you the last the last time I I'm, I was reading this book called The Originals, and uh, there is something inside. It's really interesting about which organizations succeed uh, long term in the best possible way. And they talk about three types of organizations. The ones who are based on solo professionals, find the people who know what they are doing in their little niche. Mm -hmm. 
Other ones are based on stars, like Steve Jobs. Um, and third, based on uh, convictions, set of beliefs, principles, ideas. And they're saying uh, the third type, um, long term, weather crisis situations the best. And in the long run, um, has the best performance. And in the short run, uh, experience, but in the short run, experience uh, the most turbulence sometimes, but find a way to, to in the end, prevail. Uh, meaning fewer of them disappear and long term provide the best return. And that's what we are. Uh, we are building that based on set of beliefs, principles, ideology. Others are uh, simply either one person who is known splits from an existing party and creates his or her own party. And it's based on that person to start. Other ones uh, basically say, uh, well, um, let's find uh, elites, artists or doctors and, and create party around them because they are elite and people will give them a chance to, they will trust them, give them their votes. So we'll see. Uh, interestingly enough, that research, or what was mentioned in the book, said the star-based organizations are second in terms of performance, and those professional-based or skills-based um, organizations and they talk about parties as well, are uh, third in terms of quality of performance and long-term uh, likelihood to, to survive turbulences that will come no matter what.